on my face, tattoos on my neck, pistols in my stash, one button make those eject, niggas hate, niggas hate, no effect, no can't get close enough to touch, so hoes throw me sick, post, don't sleep cause I won't slip, won't lose cause I won't quit, life is hard, yeah, no shit, but I'm a real nigga so I don't bitch, that go for my whole clique, self made, I don't owe shit, only ride to my own shit, I'm so okay. Okay. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for joining us here at FC Radio. I'm one of the hosts, Jay the Pounds. And I am your doctor. The one and only Dr. Peasy. Thank you, doctor, for being here. Once again, being consistent. A little late night action out here. A little late night intro going into some Nipsey. No, yeah, it's... uh, we got a fierce one coming up for y'all. I think um, I think Nipsey's definitely a great artist to listen to whenever you want to put yourself in a motivating mindset, a motivated mindset, and uh, one where you're just willing to get after it. Would yeah. you agree? Doctor? Yeah, I agree. Like, th- there's always that type of music that just helps you flip the switch. Yeah, kind of uh, helps you with either creativity or fucking getting shit done. Or just relaxing, or if you want to be in your feels, you know, there's like music for all that. That's the that's the thing about um, music. It's it's for every vibe, you know. I don't know. What do you mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like you for don't? every every way of life or every d- generations, like everybody vibes with certain things, and like through those certain groups, you know, music arises or, or the person creating the music attracts mm-hmm. um we were actually talking about rappers and how they hear a beat and we had like what makes a great rapper is uh or so like a, a lyricist is being able to make that beat your own right yeah like not making the beat you not making the beat you <laughs> <laughs> not making the beat you like the beat can't own the song you know you have to deliver yeah, exactly. You have to fucking ride that beat like a roller coaster. Yeah, go with the punches. You know? What does the fucking Ali say? Float like a butterfly. Sting like a bee, baby. Dude, completely uh, off topic, but since we're talking about Ali, I seen this thing on Twitter where back in the day, the dude, uh, he was like, you know how he would intimidate people? Who? Ali. Oh, yeah. Like, he'll go to their houses, knock, and just... Pass by and tell him that he's going to knock him out pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He did that shit to people. And he did that to someone. I don't know where it was. It looked like a casino. There is a video of this on Twitter. Uh-huh. And um, the dude, they gave the dude he was intimidating a gun with a bunch of blanks. Oh, And shit. he said just when he does that, just turn around and just fucking s- start shooting, you know? Yeah. But it's a bunch of blanks. And like... Ali got hella scared and like he fucking left <laughs> running like everyone was like going crazy like yeah that's it was wild. just crazy that video so was they, funny they got him yeah they yeah. got him no well fuck that's a uh, is that like a criminal offense though to just uh, to shoot what? point and well, shoot a, a blank at somebody it was a blank I don't know this oh. was back in the day too so you gotta remember yeah they're like oh it's okay but there's a video of this on uh, Twitter I gotta check it out just search Muhammad Ali Gun. Yeah, Muhammad Ali gets shot at or yeah. shot at. That it has to pop up. 
Yeah, something will happen there for you. But thank you for joining us here today. Uh, we're grateful to have you here. We're grateful to be here. You know, me and PZ put a lot of effort into the, you know, into these episodes. You know, sometimes we're here a couple hours just pre-gaming. And when I mean pre-game, I mean putting in literally just time. Time, trying to set the vibe, writing notes, preparing, you know, what we're going to be talking about. Having ideas for content, you know, just... Yeah, just riffing in here to actually get in the certain mind state, state and put yourself in a mind frame where you're able to, you know, just work, you know. And that's what we like to do when we come in the lab. We we get after it. Yeah, we have our fun. It's kind of like a de-stressing as well. But we're able to, you know, take advantage of uh, the time and create something positive that's going to be uh, that's uh, that's helped us, you know, it's helped us create a, a podcast. It's helped us create a company. You know, create merchandise. You know, speaking of merchandise, PZ. We got the new City Staple dropout now. Yes, it's the the City Staple logo. We dropped it uh, yesterday. It was live at 6 p.m. It's uh, You can find it at Full Circle. What is it? Full Circle Co. Dot, dot shop. Dot shop, yeah. A little, dot, a little slow there, but. Yeah, it's okay. So it's Full, full Circle, Circle Co. Co dot dot shop. shop. Check it out. Be there or be square. Uh, we I'm telling you, man, those shirts are going to go by quick. Yeah, so no, make sure you get yours. And I appreciate everybody who's already tapping in. Uh, we really do appreciate that. This yeah. is a limited drop. And, you know, we hope you, you can get one. Yeah, it really means a lot to us. We put, uh, we put a lot of thought into this design. And uh, it's kind of, like I said, it's our c- city staple logo. It's just a vision. Know, or the town, wherever the fuck. It's going to grow into a city eventually. Yeah. You know. Well, we're Sacramento area. Yeah, no, nah, but when we say city staple, we're fucking. I'm talking about Greenfield, you know. Yeah, what I mean? that's what it means to us, and that's, you know, what we, uh, we actually wrote. PZ took a, PZ wrote a little description, and you know, he we all took a uh, look at it and kind of embodies who we are. It touches on things we've been through and the struggles, and you know where we're at today. A little bit of the journey on, that uh, behind that logo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, tap in fullcircleco.shop. Hopefully you can get your size. We're going to be coming out with a spring catalog as well. Ladies, we're going to have some shorts for you. Men, you know, whoever. Uh, We're going to have attire for everybody. We're going to be coming out with some pretty dope shit. Pretty dope shit. Pretty dope shit, my friend. Now, we, uh, the thing that I like, uh, you know, is, um, the creativity behind a lot of our our new ideas, our new logos or not logos, but you know just our creative designs and what we're going to be going with is just the creativity and the actual thought we put into a lot of this. And I'm excited. I'm so juiced. Yeah, I'm excited though. You what? I'm so excited. You're so excited. Yeah, I'm just nah. so juiced. Like, you ever see a guy at the gym that's just all fucking roided up? Fuck, straight juicy. Juicy McJuice And box. he's just sweating hella crazy? Yeah. Anybody out there trying to get on the sticks, it's uh, juicebox underscore dinero. And that's capital D-I-N-E-R-O. If you want to see me on Apex, biatch. I'm just kidding. I'm not that good. This will probably be releasing in like February. This song, uh, this uh, <laughs> this episode, this song, this episode. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I was thinking of actually dropping it um this weekend on Saturday. 
Saturday? Giving them a back-to-back. A back-to-back. That'll be cool. Yeah, no, honestly, I was actually thinking of back-to-back. That way we can end the month with uh, us just touching base. You know, because I know that's something we wanted to do and take a point to do in this episode, right? Yeah. As January. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, if we had the video for this shit right now, <laughs> he just looked at me and shook his head like, no, like, just shook like, like, it was hella funny. Yeah, no, uh, we're actually going to get the video up pretty soon. I, uh, We have acquired a camera and a lens, and I'm going to take some time at uh to learn how to use it and fuck with it. We're going to be coming out with the video as well. But yeah, you guys would have cracked up at that. Bro, that's what's going to happen, bro. People are going to fucking see and they're going to be like, buddy, these fucking guys are cats. They're fucking funny as fuck. Because the, the visuals give so much more. You know, especially the fucking... Especially when we do our skits. Bro, it's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's going to be coming too. I've, I've been uh, writing a couple of skits idea. Yeah. So I just want everyone to know that's listening that We'll be coming out with more skits. Yeah, no, definitely. Because, uh, honestly, I, I, what drew, drew you, well, like, why skits? Like, why humor for you? Like, what it's is it for funny. you? It's just funny. Like, you watch it on Twitter. You watch, like, not even on Twitter, like, on Instagram. Or you see skits, and they're, like, funny because they're relatable. Yeah, you I think relate. that's what uh, makes yeah. them funny. I think you just got to be able to, like, to believe that you're that person in that moment doing the skits yeah the more believable people the people who buy into what they're doing more you know and really believe it they're they're funnier i think the people who half-ass it like yeah like my girl be showing me or i'll see some tiktoks i get sent to my family my girl be showing me some and it's like yeah some of them aren't that funny i like yeah yeah. we should team up with the albert fig Oh, create a couple of skits yeah i'd be down like albert you in we could each be our own characters and just fucking we just write a write a little fucking eight piece skit, a little you know, a little story, two minutes, like yeah. a, a minute or like two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. You know what I mean? Sound pretty dope. Yeah, I got a lot of funny shit on my like notes. two minute skits, two minute skits, two minute skits, two minute skits. But like still telling a story. I want to do a yeah a story like I want to do a barbershop one. That'd be pretty funny. Like going in, getting my haircut, like before, just acting all shot with my hood on, like. Like, saying what's up to people, but not saying what's up. Like, just, like, you know, because your haircut's all shot, right? Yeah. And then uh, you sit down in a chair. You know, you start kind of relaxing. Like, just visualize this. You're just relaxing. The haircut's getting better. You're getting that line up. You're looking fresh. You kind of come out, you know, you feel good now. And then when you walk out, you just start saying peace out to everyone. Like, you know, completely different person. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, a, with the haircut, dude, you feel like a completely different person. You feel like you can just conquer anything. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Every time I get a haircut, I just go straight to Target. Do you really? Yeah. Why? That's where you got to show off your haircuts, bro. You just go to Target? Yeah, you you go get everything you need or you don't need because I know a lot of people like to overspend. Yeah. Or, you know, you just get something and you think you're going to use it, but. Honestly, Target's pretty hit. I, ha- I haven't yeah, been there in a minute. If I need to go, I actually got to re-up on some re-up on some hair product. I'll probably do that tomorrow. You know, get some shit to keep me right. You know, a little fucking, little fucking deodorant, little fucking cream. Hygiene? Look, cream. Cream? Cream. You know me and uh, De La Rosa? Shout out De La Rosa. I'll call you back, bro. He calls me from random numbers, bro, and it just, I don't answer random numbers, honestly. 
And then I'm just like, who's in this group text? It was me and my brothers and like a random number. And like, oh, that's Jordan. So I'll call you back, bro. But but to get to to get back to the to the whole cream uh, point. Me and Della Rosa, whenever we'd make coffee in the morning, we would call the creamer cream. Cream? Cream. Like, oh, make it cream, right? Like, like you know, you have creamer, right? Yeah. You know, we'd, I would like, he'd just be like, when it when the coffee was on hit and like the creamer was good and the sugar was just the right amount, we'd call it like cream. Oh, like, oh, that's cream. You know what I mean? Like, like a bomb-ass coffee. Yeah, like a bomb-ass coffee. And then all of a sudden we just started talk, like saying that to like, like food and shit like that, you know. What I mean? Oh, it's cream. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. You just invented your own uh, little lingo, cream. Cream, so like oh, that's cream. Hopefully, all the, the youngsters don't steal it now. Yeah, it's all good. It'd be pretty cool if they did. That'd be pretty tight. We, we started that shit. Hashtag cream. Hashtag cream. Get your cream on. Um, <clears throat> we might have to trademark that. We might have to, but we'll just come out with the shirt that says cream. <laughs> Bro, how how fucking dope would that be though if we did it like a seventies kind of style, like the sticker I showed you? Then I show you and it just says cream. The Ooh, colors we do like trippy colors and shit. It'd just be funny, bro. Cause think about it. Ice cream, billionaire boys, like just like think about that kind of style. We can kinda just fucking Cream coming next. That's gonna be a drop. <laughs> That's gonna be in the future, maybe. We gotta work out some details and see how it works because you know, cream's kind of kind of a funny word too. Yeah, you got cream, trying to cream. Cream, cream. That's what I hear. Cream, it's cream. Damn it. Uh, but to get to some of the, the first topic of the day. Hope everyone's still um. Following their New Year resolutions. <laughs> no, yeah, you nah, just everyone on their grind still. You know, I know. Like, if you did start one, you might kind of. Lose that fire. What do you mean start one? Like, just, you know, on your journey, working out, whether it's working out, health, those goals that you you uh, you uh set. Yeah, like, uh, what any whatever goal you set, whether it was the beginning of the year or second day of the year or prior to beginning of the year, or if you have goals going on, you know, just kind of remind yourself of uh, of the goals you set. You know, and check in with yourself. Are you, are you still on your path? You know, and it's um whether it's school, health, fitness, business, personal self growth goals. You know, whatever it is. And you know, use use the goals you are already achieving as momentum. You know, keep using that as momentum. Reevaluate. Are you still on the right path? And if you are, you're checking off the boxes, and understand that you're getting better. And realize like when you fall off and you're on a tr- on track for a while, like let's say months or a couple weeks or even a couple, sometimes four days is a lot. But that four days will turn into eight days and then that'll turn into 16 days and so on and so forth. And you've created a pattern. You've created a, a routine for yourself where it's becoming easier and easier to wake up at 430 in the morning to work out or sit down and read for six hours a day at a time. And it's fucking you know, the dedication to uh, study the human body and put that into practice, building these fucking athletes. Shout out to. Shout out to Pete. Big Pete. Big, yep. Fucking Angel Perez. You can find him at uh, 
A Mind Insight on Instagram. Check him out if you guys are ever interested in training. It's AP Performance. He's um, taking clients right now at the moment. So if you are any kind of uh, anybody in athletics, you know, if you're trying to get better in your craft and you want your body shaped and sculpted and be able to perform like a fucking, I don't know, what's a great race car? Like a Formula One race car? Mm-hmm. I would talk to this gentleman. AP Performance. You can find him at, at a mind in sight on Instagram. Check it out. Hit him up. Dude's like a fucking staple in that aspect. You no, know, literally, he, like he's like the he's like the walking testimony when it comes to like training and things like that. Yeah, in those he, aspects, he's been doing it his whole <gasps> life. Yeah, he's like uh, he means he means business. He means business. He's like the fitness guru in the group, and honestly, he can turn you guys into machines if that's what you want if you're ready to put in the work and the hard work and dedicate yourself to something that can really elevate you and your performance check out ap performance at a my at a my at a mind insight on instagram sorry about that kind of butchered your name a little bit buddy but yeah man going back to the goals and everything we've been setting man just you got to hold yourself accountable what the future mm-hmm. when is the future are you asking me? Yeah. When's the future? I don't know. The future's now. Oh. You don't want to be 30 or 40 talking about what you fucking did? I don't. Do you? No. I'm, I'm getting yeah. in your head now. Now you don't, and I don't either. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. I don't want to look back when I'm 40 and 50 years old saying what if or why did I stop? Look at where I could have been, you know, regretting the years that have passed and let's say you have you're just realizing at 40 or at 50 that hey oh shit i need to level up in certain aspects of my life that's completely fine you can't all all through life we're learning we're learners we're lifelong learners so treat yourself right check in with yourself give yourself the utmost respect the utmost respect when you set these goals Make sure you're respecting yourself. At the very least, you respect your manager, right? And you're you're probably like, oh, nah, fuck that fool, eh? I, I'm not like that. I'm actually lucky to work with a very uh, cool managing staff, to be completely honest and transparent. But, That's good. Um, just to... Why are you laughing at me, fool? To be able to go to work and show up on time, right? You're answering to somebody else. If you don't have the will to answer to yourself, then what the fuck? You can't even pay yourself that own respect to stay on track? It's kind of fucked, right? You got to put yourself first. And people don't. They put themselves last and they say, oh, no, I'll get to it tomorrow. Oh, no, it's cool. No, it's not cool. Because before you know it, you're going to be fucking older and shit's going to start hurting and you're not going to be able to move like you used to or be fit. And it can be that easy. You know, once yeah. you get older, your fucking body, it breaks down. That's the, why you got to keep it healthy. That's why I'm like kind of bigger now on fucking. You're bigger now. I can see it. You've been working out, bro. A little bit. You Pushing know, I, that do, weight. I do my thing. I sling, yeah, sling some weights around. Extra sushi and shit. Extra Ritz. Salami and Swiss piled on a Ritz crack. Yeah, man. Fucking. <laughs> Put yourself first. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. That was Mac Drayline, though. 
What song was it? Um, I forget the song. I called the punks back. What's up, Alice? Oh, Palace. Yeah, That's yeah. where my dad lives. Yeah, pick me up from my palace. I forget the rest of the song. That's where my dad lives. Put on my King Griffey and my red trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's a classic. But anyway, getting back to staying on path and on your goal. Um, for me, it was kind of a, <clears throat> I think uh, on the, on yesterday's podcast, on Friday's podcast that you'll be listening to with Bandrew Gold. Then go ahead and check it out. Uh, I t- kind of touch on my intro to 2022. Yeah. It wasn't great. Got ulcerative colitis, a little flare up, blah, 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 blah. I'm back. I'm feeling better. Everything's getting back to normal. And I'm just fucking hungry, bro. I'm hungry to just get back in the gym, to dedicate myself to something, to just turn myself into a fucking complete animal again. Like, I just fucking, I just fucking, I just fucking, I just fucking. You know what keeps you hungry though, right? Well, yeah, when you don't eat, bro. You just don't (laughs) eat and you're hungry as fuck. Bro, you ever been like that throughout the day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nah, I stay fed. I eat good. I can't believe you. (laughs) You already know. No, I'm sorry. Get you off track. What were you saying? I said I'm hungry, man. Yeah, but nah. what keeps you hungry? What keeps you hungry is the people around you. Preach. <laughs> Preach. 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 No, yeah, no, it's uh, the people that you have yourself around and the people you keep in your circle, even if they're not in your circle and they're acquaintances and, and, you know, we're rooting for each other. Everybody who's hustling, everybody who's grinding, people got nine to fives paying bills, raising kids, still doing the goddamn thing, you know, and I support everybody in the hustle, everybody, you know, unless you're a sucker and you're shortchanged in the game, and I don't fuck with that completely. There will be some suckers around you. Yeah, nah, that's why we, you know, you fuck keep with them the at a distance. Yeah, but everybody who's hustling out there, you all know who respect you are. Respect it. Respect it. They, rest- they, they, they respect the game. There's no cutting corners. It's love it, to everyone. It's all like love that. to everyone like that, you know. And it's not that it's not love to everybody who's doesn't who is trying to cut corners. It's just you know you don't know yet. And once you figure out that you know that shit ain't the way, then you know you'll understand. Then you'll understand, or you'll you might not out. understand shit. Yeah, I don't know, but something that helped me get back on track too, and just like a little discipline, is getting back to my reading. And I'm actually reading a book that my brother bought me. And then he read, it's, uh, what is he reading? Uh, Comfortable with Uncertainty, 108 Teachings on Cultivating Fearlessness and Compassion. And that's by Pima Cordon. She's a Buddhist monk. <clears throat> and just telling you different ways how you can kind of check in with yourself and stay grounded and, you know, be this light, you know, in your life to be able to control yourself and to really have resolve over your emotions to be able to dictate how you react to things. I think that's an important thing is people react with their emotions so quick, whether it's angry, sad, mad, hungry. You know what I mean? Everybody has all these emotions and they don't get checked. They don't check them ever. They don't ever look at them. They just act on them. And if I, I suggest to you guys just count to five, you know, if you start to feel a certain way, just catch that emotion, observe it for how it is and what it is and try to understand it, you know, as opposed to imposing your will on someone else, like in the negative or 
putting your fucking whole life emotions on this one person. Yeah. Because sometimes that can be heavy, bro. Like, I work in uh, retail, so people go in there, and I feel like I'm a fucking therapist sometimes. Motherfuckers be telling me crazy stories, you know? And, like, their whole, like, it's sad. And it's like, I'm not trying to say, like, don't tell people about it, but, like, I don't even know you, you know? Like, that's not fair to take on, like, a, like a crazy-ass emotion like that. It's yeah. a trip. Yeah, you well, know what I mean? Like, imagine you lazy. Some people are just open with their lives like that, though. Yeah, but, but Jesus it, Christ. You, they, what I'm saying is, like, have the know how heavy some of the shit you say is to be aware of what you're saying yeah. and who to say it to and how to go about it. Like, if I'm going to lay some shit on you, like, I feel like that'd be cool. Or you lay some shit on me. Yeah. Because we're, we're cool. Yeah. But if somebody lays some shit on me at work randomly and I'm just like, it I hits never you, it hits you different. And you're like, damn, what like, fuck? what do I even say? Like, you still got to pay $192.33 cash or card. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm at at work. And then they lay some shit like that. And I'm just like, damn. I'm not saying and, um, people be lying too, though. You got to be careful because uh, these are making yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> Why? People have to make stories, bro. You see people just finesse their way to shit. You think so? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That people like there's this one guy uh, came in. and Yeah. He was just saying that he did something when he returned something like a device. And he said he got fucked over. And I, you know, I was telling him like, nah, bro, you got to mail this back. You got to mail this device back. They have your shipping label right here. He's like, no, nah, I had a bad experience, bro, last time. And he couldn't really explain to me what happened, but he just didn't want to have to go, like, return the device himself. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't accept it regardless. So I'm sorry. Like, I'm not really sorry, but this is it is what it is. And he's like, oh, well, that, if that's what it that's is. It's just a rule. It's just a fucking. Yeah, well, if that's what it is, then I'll just, I'll do it. And I'm like. Read your fucking contracts. Exactly. Like, people just go ahead and sign away. And I'm just like, damn. I don't even read my contracts. Fuck it. I sign it. You know what I mean? But I ain't gonna read you, all underst- that shit. you understand if something fucking bites you back in the ass because of your contract. Exactly. And that's whenever you're going you to have to face that. Whenever you think of contract, just like be like, fuck, I could probably get fucked if I ain't following certain rules. Yeah. Yeah. And it hits the trip. Anyway, stay on track. Stay on your path. Um, let I want you guys to know that I'm right there in the fight with y'all. So it's peasy. We're working every single day to elevate ourselves we're rooting for you go ahead and just fucking keep going don't stop lay a brick every day every day kind of similar topics but a little bit different but well, i had a little question for you mr j the pounds yes sir what what's better being raised on survival or love damn it's a good one, huh? Yeah, it's a good question because I feel like personally I was raised on both. I was raised on love and I was raised on survival. I feel like, every, you know, like, I don't know. I think I was raised with love, bro. I had a very loving family. I'm blessed with it. I still know how to survive. I feel like my family taught me that too and I saw a lot of it. So, I mean, I guess you're, I guess you're in a good spot when you got a little bit of both. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my, my view on it. You know, because I don't think everybody has the same upbringing and they don't have the same love or they don't have the same... Or some were born without it. Yeah, then it's just survival. At that point, you just learn how to survive because you don't know what it is for comfort. You know? Dude, like, I bet a bunch of these, like, 
These what, bro? Say it. Nah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna say it, but I'm like these people that end up being crazy, like killing people and shit like that. <clears throat> like it has to go back to like their childhood, like. A lot of it does. A lot of it's a psychology, like the psychology in your fucking brain, bro. It's like, it, I forget what they, what the fuck, what the hell I was studying, but there's like waves through years of your life where you start to develop how you're gonna be like later in life. You know, that's that's what they say. I think I don't know if it, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. But it, but it definitely p- plays a big role because <coughs> when no, you're for sure. when you're that young, your brain's just like a sponge. Bro, I listen to. To get to a little fun fact, to break off real quick. We're ta- remember what we're talking about? I'm going to break off real quick. Mm. So when I was a kid, I think I was in fifth grade, when I first saw the movie Cheech and Chong Up in Smoke. And there was this scene that we still fucking reference, me and my family. And it's a scene where the sergeants are trying to stake out this dope house where Cheech and Chong, I think, are in, or Chong's in, and Cheech is out. And they're in a van outside and they're doing surveillance, right? Mm-hmm. And then during the surveillance, they're in this like, like this van that's like, like to help, like to fix pants or some shit. And mm-hmm. there's a zipper on the actual van. So there's a, he pulls down the zipper, right? But before he puts on the zipper, the sergeant tells like the officer, tell everybody that a operation shoot the moon is in place. So tell everybody to shoot the moon. And this book goes fucking and unzips the fucking the little little zipper on the fucking flap of the jeans, the little fucking penis spot, little yeah. vagina spot, penis, whatever you got. Pulls it down. He's like, shoot the moon. But then the fool gets mad at him. He's like, no, you fucking idiot over the walkie talkie. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're in a surveillance van. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's like defeats the whole purpose. Anyway. Back to how impressionable we are. You know, I saw that movie in, about smoking weed in fifth grade. I think I smoked weed like early sixth grade. It's about what you're around and what you're influenced by. Am I, do I regret it? No, I don't. I regret getting caught when I was younger <laughs> and getting in trouble. Yeah, I do. But, that, you know, I'm a fucking grown, fucking damn near grown man. I'm not a grown man. I'm 28. Everybody, everybody was like 40, 50, 60. You're a child. Survival, man. <laughs> Survival and love. Real need shit. them both. You need them both. You need a little bit of a real life experience, and you need that love and comfort to let you know that it's okay. From you know, because life is fucking tough, and you we we go through some sh- crazy shit when we're young. Hell yeah! Like, bro, we got you got stories. I got stories, and it's like, half, but none of us should be going through half the shit we go through when we're younger. But it's why we're working now to be able to give our children. You know, a stress-free kind of environment, mm-hmm. not just survival. Yeah, I want them to know that life is tough. You know, I'm, and I'm grateful for everything I do have in my life, and I wouldn't change anything at all because it is what it is. Yeah, made me who I am today, and right now I feel like I'm a strong, strong young man. You know. Yeah. Ready for fucking war, bro. Ready to survive. Ready and for love. fucking. Okay, talking talking about this stuff, bro, it, it takes me back to like a, it's a primal thing. Like, it's like I'm gonna protect my family over everything, you know. It's, and it's it's just well, getting back the, to your roots, bro. Being rooted yeah, within yourself. That's you what got, I was just gonna say. The roots, roots, because those two words are like rooted words, as well. 
What two were what was like fucking survival and love. Like yeah. those are like <clears throat> important words in this world. Yeah. So it took you back to your roots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh peasy with the mind games. <laughs> Get out of my mind, bro. I'm already in there, man. No, but um that book that I was reading earlier, it's talking about just you gotta let go sometimes too. Like it's it's in its own way, but you gotta let go. You gotta meditate. You gotta be able to think and breathe and slow things down and look at things for really what they are and not be <coughs> caught up in the fucking matrix. You know, it's literally talking about a six point meditation position meditation position and it's you checking in with yourself to make sure that you're still aware whenever things are getting kind of out of hand in your daily life. Because sometimes we can get that, you know, we get overwhelmed at work, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, fuck, shit's going a little haywire. Mm -hmm. You can take about, you know, 30, 40 seconds to kind of recollect, like recollect yourself. Mm -hmm. Get back on the grind to stay aware, to be knowing where, you know, what you're saying and the intent behind everything you're saying and what it's literally dotting, crossing your T's and dotting your I's and just being a more, I don't know. Have you got a Apple Watch, take advantage of that shit. They they give you reminders. <coughs> oh, literally, they're always telling me to breathe too and relax. It's fucking fucking you, wild. You cancel that shit, huh? Yeah, honestly, <coughs> I haven't took a breath in a while. Can't even take them. <coughs> that fucking blunt got my throat all fucking congested. Yeah, man. The last time this dude smoked a blunt, I think it was like back in 06. 06, I was in <laughs> diapers. Not in diapers. How old were you in 06? 06, I was. This is what. What about in 08? What about 08? 08. I was a freshman in 08. I was probably like third or fourth grade. I was probably watching wrestling. Fuck, that's crazy. Fuck, speaking of wrestling, you want to hear a crazy story? When I was growing up, I had some friends that were, were hella into wrestling. And we would save all our money all week. And we'd go, or we'd like rent WrestleManias, or we'd go rent hella fucking WWE fucking videotapes. Mm-hmm. And we'd rent like four or five, and we'd just watch wrestling, and we'd order two extra large pizzas from Cheezers or California Gourmet, because they had the buy one, get one for like half off or some shit. So Fuck, we'd, imagine they still had that? I think they do, or like, I, I forget what the specials are. We have They have specials still, though. It's a pretty good deal. Is honestly, it? yeah, they're pretty good deals. And, uh, we I got the special all the time. Well, yeah. Anyway, th- we'd get two extra larges, and we'd buy hella, like, Mountain Dew and shit and chips, and we'd just sit there, and we'd watch wrestling, and then we'd go wrestle outside. Fucking. Someone always got hurt, huh? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, so we'd be crying, and then we'd have to go inside, and, you know? You know how it is. Dude, we, w- we would do the same shit. It's hella funny, because sometimes it would only just be, like, two friends or like three but that show would be so fun like when i used to go over to my homie robert's pad uh-huh. quick little story this is like story time story time with jay the pounds and pc childhood stories from the pack the weird ones not the weird ones not yet at least but um i'll go to my homie robert's pad and we would always fucking it would always be like two of us or just me and him but we would play football Outside in his house, in his little lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we would just go heads up. It's like, just 
kickoff, we'll catch it, and we'll just fucking truck each other, and then boom, it's just, I need to try to get to that end, and he needs to try to get that to this end, and it's just me and him. Good old one-on-one? Bro, that shit, that That's shit, wild. that shit makes you a beast, though. <laughs> I gotta admit. That's fucking crazy, dude. But we would, we would do that shit all the time, and I was a big-ass kid, too, and he was a lot smaller than me, and this motherfucker was not scared to hit. It's funny when you say front yard because we had a little front yard too. Everybody had a little front yard, and we we get down, bro. You know what I mean? Like you throw a little pass here and there, a little handoff, and you literally would just be three on three in a little ass fucking space, and you just start taking people out. Like either you would yeah. get knocked on your ass, or you'd knock somebody on their ass, and we score a touchdown. And we get to the other side. Literally, that's all it was. Like maybe one or one play. And what's more, what's fucked up about that one of the sides? There was just a bunch of like r- rose bushes. Oh shit! Somebody ever fell in? Fall yeah, in? yeah. Who are you? Both of you? Yeah, we both at least fell in once or twice. Fuck. My brother you cut yourself or something. It was it. What it kind shot. of rose bush? What kind of? It was a rose bush or was it like a cactus one? Like I don't know. It was a weird like long one, uh, but like small. You know? Yeah. No. You said what? <laughs> what does this look like? Long but small. <laughs> Long but small. A cactus, though? Are they the little ones that like the? They look like nopales, but no, 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 not those, not those. That's straight cactus, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's fucking. <laughs> My brother fell in shit like that, and they had to like they had gum and they were trying to take him out and fucking crazy. That fool was just crying. That's scary. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't take him out sooner. Like I think I fell into him too. And they're like right in the front of our house. Like, that what just the sounds fuck? scary. Imagine falling into a fucking a nopal tree, dude. I'd man. cry. But you know, you know what I'm talking about though—the little cactus ones yeah. that look like nopales. The and sharp they have the ones. Those white are fucking one, sharp. The white ones that are hella small. And they just poke you right away. And like you have like ten of them all of a sudden. Oh no, I and never. Then, and then like the rest of the day, like your arm is like a little rashy and a little red, and it just you're scratching that shit. Yeah. But like you try to take, you like touch it. And you hit like a little pico and you can't take it out because it's too small, but it hurts. Yeah. Uh, but tragic. Dude, shout out being a fucking kid in the 90s and 2000s. You know what I mean? Jelly kids bean? still go through that shit right now? I don't know, bro. I don't know if kids even are kids anymore. Kids are just like young robots. Fuck, I hope not. I'm just kidding. If you have a child out there, take away their entertainment for. At least a couple hours a day. No, yeah, there's, yeah, I used to work with kids and it was just crazy how much they're on the computers and on their tablets and wanted to see their phone. But you know what I noticed, man? A lot of the kids I, that I worked in those after school programs, when they got an opportunity to go outside and do their own thing for like 30 minutes or an hour, they'd get down. They all would do something individually. Some would just walk around and talk. Some would go play four square. Some would play football, soccer, basketball. Some would be on the actual jungle gym running around. And it's like so crazy how that's what they chose to do in that time that they had free. The energy is there. Yeah, so it's still there, but it can be sucked away easy by the fucking tablets and stuff. And, you know, when I have a child, I hope that I can, you know, know or have the intuition to know when too much is, you know, too much, when enough is enough. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. Crazy, bro. Computers be raising the kids. Imagine when there's actually AI, artificial intelligence. 
motherfucking iRobot. Imagine when that's happening. Fuck. It's already happening. Exactly. So, but imagine when it's in full swing like that. You when they're actually using it everywhere? Yeah, everybody. Like everybody has a, like a robot in their house. You think so? Uh, or I, what? I, don't, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. If you wouldn't, would you walk around naked or not? So let's just uh, say... <laughs> fuck yeah, I still fucking <laughs> naked. But they just be taking pictures. All on of soft, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just a picture of me all soft. Not even hard. Oh, these fuckers got me. No, my shit's leaked. Uh. Yeah, fuck. You're like, no, no, no. I was soft. I was <laughs> soft. For real. Take a better one. Yeah, fuck. But now that, that he'd have that info, he could just leak it, bro. I wouldn't trust a robot like that. No, but I was saying, like, <laughs> scandalous ass robots be leaking your shit. <laughs> Bitch ass robots. This is real problems that we're going to have in the future. Yeah, no, it is. It's going to be weird. They're going to have all of our info. They're going to have everything that we do. You can't even do drugs in the privacy of your house. You can't even whack it. You can't even whack it without being judged by this fucking robot. Like, what are you staring at, bro? Why are you in the closet with me? You are my master. And you're masturbating. <laughs> bro. What's up? That's just... I was thinking, like, they would just assign one robot a house. So this robot is part of your family now. But what, depending on the size of your family, they might assign it two. Oh, uh, shot. That with the way they could be able to control us whenever they will get out of hand. This one's getting too big. We must kill him. Ah, ah, ah. You sleep. You open your eyes. There's just a robot looking at you. Just rubbing his fucking empty fucking chest cavity like he has nipples drooling over you. But you're like, how is this robot even drooling right now? And it's a dream. And he is drooling. And you wake up and it's 2008. And you're just relieved. This is a good movie. Fuck, right? Good old days, good old days, man. Nothing like the good old days. Imagine people like, well, I mean, the older folks now when they're like, oh, back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, you know what I mean? And they had like just a fucking blast. And they're like, they're so out of touch now. Like this uh, couple came in today that was an older couple and they were just mad because their shit wasn't working. It's just like an old ass flip phone. And I mean, it wasn't bad, bro. Flip phones are pretty fucking reliable, to be completely honest. Like, they're they're really good phones still. The Razer? Like, not that. Nah, like, there's like these Alcatel flips. and Not that they're great phones, but for a flip phone, it, it'll probably last you a long time. It's like the best flip phone. Yeah, it'll probably last you a very long time. Only like 104 bucks. So if you want to come and get it, come and see me. You know what I mean? <laughs> see if I can hook you up, man. Jay the Pounds. I got you, man. Just say, hey, you know what I mean? Heard you on the podcast. Jay the Pounds. I got to get that hookup. And I got you. Okay. Anyway. The flip phone, everybody needs their little trap phone. Everybody, no, not even that, but it's trap phone. If everybody just used that, bro, life would be so different. You would really have to grind for shit. Like you would really have to be out there with your brand, with your podcast, with what. <laughs> fuck fuck yeah. You'd have to be out there, bro. We have we have it like easy. Dang, and the kids now even have it even like easier, and I'm not and like. I mean, like, the footwork that you have to do, you know, to go find somebody who can do embroidery, to go find somebody who can do the graphic design. and put Calling a, numbers all the time. Yeah, fucking. But not being able to, you know. 
you still got to do the groundwork, right? We like we still have to, you know, we had to do it, but but it's much easier. You just have to press buttons. Yeah, and like, oh hey, got some questions. Nah, but imagine you had to walk like across town thirty minutes and catch a bus or drive this, not knowing anything, and you come to find out they're just gone for the weekend or some shit, and you got to walk back or drive back, and you know, I don't know. It's and you tough. might have never met that person or again because you ended up going somewhere else. So if you got social media, just make sure to use it to your advantage. Make sure you're keeping up your grind and keeping the knowledge in your brain. Whatever you're trying to sell, whatever you're trying to do, whatever your thing is, just make sure you got the knowledge behind it. The articles you're reading. Yep. You know, all I speak is facts on this thing. Quote me on everything I've ever said on this podcast. Facts. Never mind. Big cap. Big cap. I'm just going to say allegedly on everything. Because there's been stories where I have allegedly done things. You know what I mean? So I'm not admitting to anything. I'm kidding. These were not facts. This is all for entertainment. All of it. You see, and just you just had to say that just in case of fucking government, man. The government's listening, bro. The they don't give a government. fuck about our podcast. So they're like these two fucking dumb fucks. Fucking Jay the Pounds and Peasy. Wait till they know I'm going to put robots in their house. <laughs> fucking punk motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. Just scrolling through our Instagrams laughing at us. Look at this Me, one. Posting a picture with his shirt off. Fat ass. <laughs> Talking about me. And then me, me right there eating the cheeseburger at Big Al's. Oh, they're like, oh, I've actually eaten there. It's a actually great spot. I actually did hear their podcast. You have to have the bacon on the burger. It just makes it so much better. <laughs> Fuck, I almost forgot the bacon that day. I almost fucked up. I had to check you. Bro, what's up with North State Printing? I, guys, I'm trying to reach out to you again. You guys did great work. What's up? Where are you guys at, huh? Shout out JG Graphics right now, though. They're holding us down. But, you know, there was something about that OG camo. Some of the other drops that we did with them. You know what I mean? It was... Uh, some good stuff. Some good work. Something that's going to be back in store soon. Oh, yeah. Revamp. We're actually going to be working. Dude, we got another idea coming for you guys in the fall already. And not just an idea. We got the deets planned out. Just about executing our plans. That's all. We're like samurai, baby. You got to hold yourself accountable to these things. Hold yourself accountable or jump off a bridge. Yeah. And if what you, would you jump do? off a bridge. What would you do? Hold yourself accountable or jump off a bridge, man. Tell me. Both. But if you jump off the bridge, you break your legs. So you just jump and you land on your legs. Whatever happens, happens. No one knows. Mm. I'll just hold myself accountable. Yeah, it sounds way easier. Like Is it, though? Like, oh. Well, it sounds way easier than jumping off a bridge. You know the anxiety you would have to have before you jump off a bridge? knowing Is water? No. Knowing that your legs are going to break. Knowing you're going to jump onto the concrete and, like, you could die. Imagine the anxiety you have. Why your would you even be up there in the first place? Your heart's probably just pumping like crazy. Yeah, but no, being accountable isn't easy, bro. It's not easy. Our mind plays crazy tricks on us. Our minds are powerful things. Right? I, the mind is the powerful thing. So if you tell yourself something, you can convince yourself of that it's the truth when it's really not. You know, like, oh, it's okay for me to skip out on this workout day. It's okay for me to eat this. It's okay for me to not do my homework. It's okay for me to call in. It's okay this that, and the other. It becomes a habit. And now you're developing that habit with your brain. That's a powerful machine. 
you're reinforcing that bad habit with mm. your powerful ass brain, bro. Imagine if you just did it the opposite. Not yet. What'd you say? Not yet. <laughs> I was gonna say, now you're the robot. I'm not a fucking robot. No, I'm saying if you're just stuck like that, bro. No. Oh yeah. You become yeah, yeah. the robot. Yeah, you're just a robot. You lose. You're just doing. You know your little routine every day and not do you know just not doing it. But yeah, man. As we uh, transition to this next uh, segment of the podcast, we're gonna tap into the radio. The radio. Yeah. Too hot for the fucking radio. No. What, what do you mean radio, bro? FC Radio, baby. Oh. We're not here and we're live. Coming direct from our headquarters in Sacramento. We're here at FC Radio where I'm Jay the Pounds and this is PZ and we play nothing but the hits. Burros Rolas. 24-7. Seven days a week. Don't even hesitate. It'll leave your knees weak. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... <laughs> <laughs> no, we... Uh, <clears throat> so we got a top five West Coast and top five... East Coast for uh, PZ and J the Pounds here. We pick some of our top artists. We have a couple special groups. We got a couple honorable mentions. But we're going to go through our list today with y'all. Obviously, this list is subjective. We understand that. But we're just giving you a little insight. And what's dope about this is that we're, uh, PZ is actually going to be... We're both going to be creating a playlist. But I'm going to be sending... All my hits to PZ, and we're gonna put it out on a playlist of both. Both what? Both sides. You'll be able to download the playlist and uh, you know get a little get a little piece of uh of what we got for y'all. But uh, you wanna start us off, PZ? But yeah, man, breaking it down is gonna be the east and the west. Do you know what that means, sir? I don't know what it means. When it comes to this music that we listen to, that division that was created years ago, the East and the West. Yeah, that was actually, yeah, it was a big deal in the 90s, right? Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. Before that, probably as well. I mean, a lot of it originated in the East Coast, kind of found its way to the West Coast, and it kind of developed into its own art, its own sound, its own vibe, its own culture. Little biased because I'm out here on the West Coast. Yeah, as well. but what I like about it now is everyone fucking respects everyone already, and it's just like we can make music from you're from here, from there. There's not that narrative no more, and it's just cool to see in the music culture and the hip hop culture. And you're actually pointing out to me that not even like music right now in the mainstream is not even coming from the West Coast or the East Coast. It's coming out of Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. That's Ray Charles, my impression of Ray Charles. Yeah, you can uh, find me here seven days a week. Impressions, Ray Charles. Um, but yeah, man, that's fucking who's that, who's out of Georgia though? Ti. Ti, the first one. He's like one of he's the like first OG. ones. He's like OG. Oh, Outcast too, right? Yeah. Ti. What were you saying? Migos. Migos. Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage. Bro, there's a lot of people. Now you were fucking you like uh, little baby. Who else? Little babies from one. there. That was another one you said too, a couple other ones. Was another group, Migos? Did we say the Migos? Yeah. Ah, uh, shit, I forget, man. But like, hella people, especially right now. So shout out to Georgia out there for just holding it down. 
But uh, to get started with this list, this whole East Coast, West Coast, what do you want to start with first? The East Coast, the West Coast? Do you want to go first? Do I go first? What do you think, man? I mean, I want to I wanna hear your, uh, your first East Coast <clears throat> one. My first East Coast, okay. So for me... Well, we're starting from the bottom of the top. Um, honestly, I'm picking from, like, from least to greatest. This is not so from one, two, three, four, five, or we're just respecting everyone. And yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'll start off right now with uh, like one of the newer kind of additions to the East Coast out of North Carolina, J. Cole. I would say I still the East Coast, um, just because J. Cole's been holding it down since. Like, for the new wave, at least, for the generation of, of my peeps and the peeps, like, still younger than me, I would say, right? Like, people, kids in the fucking 20s. Yeah, young, younger 20s. Yeah, it's, he's like a, it's exactly right. He's like a, he's through the generations. You can really hear his music. He's a great storyteller. He's a great storyteller, but just very, just holding it down here for, for our generation, I would say. J. Cole. New York Times off the album which album is this one? It's a uh, Born Center. It's on the deluxe version featuring 50 Cent. Big city dream motivated by scheme. Getting money regimen with my getting money shink. Now me. Yeah. Yeah, New York Times, come listen to these New York rhymes. A southern nigga with a New York mind. In the concrete jungle of Queens, trying to be kings. Getting to the money, it seems, by any means. As I watch it all pan out, try not to stand out. Fish out of water, get an official reporter. Up here, life is a bitch, I blow a kiss at her daughter. In the city with niggas that leave shit Yeah, so that's just uh, one of many of his songs. Uh, so check him out, check out Jake Cole. We'll have many more of his songs on the playlist. Uh, but what's yours, man, PZ? What would be your, you know, your first pick out of uh, the East Coast? The East Coast? Yeah. I would say... Hmm. Probably 50, man. 50 Cent? Yeah. I would say the same thing, man. He's actually on my list as well. He's a great rapper, man. Shout out 50 there on that feature as well. But uh, 50's on my top, man. What's the song for you by 50? My 50 song would have to be. I would say like for me. Fuck, he has a lot of. I would For me, like the whole. Get album, Rich or Die Trying. The whole no. Get Rich or Die Trying album as a whole album. The Massacre is a dope album. One of my favorite songs after Massacre is uh, Disco Inferno. Fucking Candy Shop. What else is on there? Uh, there's a couple other songs on there. I can't even think of them right now. But Get Rich or Die Trying, I think that came out in 2003. And 50, when that album came out, it was popping. It was on, like, fucking Donkey Kong. Yeah. He had the rap game at this time. And then his, his video game came out. Come on, man. Give it up for 50. 
I remember listening to this just like the whole his all his whole like his whole track list on this album was just a range you know what I mean he has fucking range yeah this is this is great have you seen the movie? Yeah, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's yeah, a it's great actually, movie. It's actually a really good movie. I if you haven't it. watched it, watch it. It's really good. All right. So we're going to be moving on. We don't want to keep you guys here for forever, you know, going on on our on our list. We really want you guys to actually make sure you guys download this playlist. Where can they find the playlist at? Yeah. I mean, Where are we going to have it at? For the available. We'll attach it with the, with the podcast. So we'll you can find it on the Instagram. On our Instagram, and then we'll drop it on uh, the company page as well. You know? Yes, 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 yes. So you'll be able to find it there, and you'll be able to download the playlist and be able to kind of uh, tap vibe, into all vibe, his music. Vibe out with us because this is stuff that that we pick and that we vibe out to, and it's kind of just you know what we fuck with and what we grew up on, honestly. Yeah. So we're oh, gonna shit. keep it rolling for now. R.I.P. to this legend, man. DMX. To you cowards, then it's gonna be quick. Oh, right. you made up in the jail before? Suck my dick, and all the mother catch you run with. Get done with, done quick. Damn, DMX is even an actor, bro. Rest in peace, DMX. Was an actor. You ever watch any of those movies with him and Jet Li? Fuck, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, like Cradle to the Grave and shit like that. One and two, or like three and four and five and six. He had that much. I thought I, it was just one. I, I think it was take two. But they came out together in a lot of different movies, like kind of the same situations, but just titled different shit. Yeah, I seen the first one, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good, man. You, I could buy it. Dude, but other besides acting and shit, this dude, the whole barking shit. Yeah, no, he kind of set a trend. Kind of set a trend with that barking shit. It's kind of very an aggressive sound. Very yeah, distinct. the dog. He brought the dog to rap. Bro, that's him and like Wave of Snoop too. Uh, this is a good one. They both, they both brought the dog to rap. You know, Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> no, for real, they did. Like, I guess they both brought the dog to rap. Like, DMX actually sounding like a dog. And then Snoop Dogg, just his name being Dog and him embracing it. And him, it, uh, Doggy Style was actually like the, uh, like the Charlie Brown figurines. Uh-huh. But it was a dog. Like a dog figure of himself. That shit's hard, bro. Yeah, it's a badass fucking album. Album cover. The artwork's pretty dope. Whoever did that, shout out to them. They're probably fucking multi-millionaires with that just fucking one album. Maybe not multi-millionaires, but it's a trademark logo. So he's probably making money off it, I'm sure. What you got up? What else you got, man? What what pick is that? Three or four? Pick. So we got got Biggie. Uh Uh-huh. We didn't get Biggie. No, did we? Nah, but he's on our list for sure. So why'd you he say that? Why did I agree? Because <laughs> you thought we did. Yeah, no, you're right. But I thought I did. We got Nas now. He, he's another big one. It ain't hard to tell. I 
lyrical genius. Yeah, shout out to Nas on that one. Um, so for you, you got 50, you got Nas, you got DMX. So you got one more pick, actually. What else you got? What do you got after DMX, buddy? What's your final pick? My final pick? Or is it uh, B.I.G.? Yeah. Oh, okay. You better have a banger for his song, bro. Banger. I feel like all his songs are bangers. Damn near. He rephrased that. He said, damn near. Hmm. I'm going to tell him he said that. Nah, they all are, bro. Oh, now you're backpedaling because you said I'm going to tell him. All right, bro. I see you. To all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling in front that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You, know you, don't, you don't get rid of that right it's there. Good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in my limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock to my tape hop. Lumberjack with a hat to match, dude. Dude, he's like everyone. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, every one of his songs is probably a fucking banger. It's just something about Biggie, his flow, his style, his delivery. I think he truly, you know, listened to beats and cre- just owned them. Like we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, he just but owns he, the but flow. But he, he bounces around the beat. It's crazy. Yeah. It's all good. Like it's like it's all good. It's like a jump. I don't know. It's it's a whole vibe, man. But uh actually I got fifty cent on my list. I got Biggie. I got Jake Cole. There's a couple that I still think uh that need to be on the list for me. It's gonna be with the Wu Tang clan. Another classic. Classic bro. I don't know if you want to dial up some cream, if you can. Cream? Yeah, yes, sir. Um, you know, shout out to cream. Me. Is oh, oh, fuck! It's it meant to be, bro. Cream, 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 cream. It's a uh, that Wu Tang is just definitely reminds me. Um, it reminds me of just my freshman's years. My freshman's years, eh? <laughs> hey, bro, my freshman's years. We had this pizza, but uh. Reminds me of when I was in high school. It reminds me of Tito, your brother, Angel, Chewy, Roland, Sergio, uh, Miles, you know, my brother, Fernie. Like, just everybody, bro. Like, just rattling off the whole crew. I miss you, Alex, Mario, everybody. And then when you actually get to listen to the Wu-Tang Clan, and you listen to RZA, and you listen... To just the whole fucking crew You listen to how lyrical they actually are bro And like the sounds The sounds they bring in their beats bro Like chip chip, chip out on this They're all different They use a lot of uh, Like the um, Kung fu sounds as well Like they're really into like The samurai like the Just like the the fucking not the samurai just like the martial art type kung fu movies 
Mm. And they use a lot of it in their in their sounds. In their sounds. In their instrumentals, yeah. And they, I have I have uh, KRS One on there as well. I'm not like the biggest KRS One fan, but they do got a couple staples, uh, Nine Millimeter, and. Um, oh, the sound of the police. The sound of the police. Yeah, no, both of those are. They kind of hit home for me. Not hit home. Not like hit home at me. For me, like I can actually relate to the song. That. <laughs> Listen to my nine millimeter go bang. No, they were just something I grew up on and I listened to, and it kind of I knew that was East Coast rap. And I knew, I mean, I think that's East Coast rap. Shit, I might be completely fucking wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's uh KRS ones out of New York. And yeah, they're uh, they're they're a group or like a duo, I believe, rap group. And yeah, yeah, man, this shit was classic. That's Timeless. our uh, that's our uh, East Coast. Right there, that's Shout out to the East Coast. I feel like, honestly, we both got a lot more game in the West Coast just because that's where we're from. Yeah. And, you know, we actually got to hear the West Coast sounds growing up, transition, you know, through different. It's more relatable, too, bro. It's going to hit different when, you, but that yeah, West when you're Coast. from the places they're rapping about. You know what I mean? Like, we, I don't know what it is to, like, wear fucking Tim's. <laughs> yeah. I don't wear Tim's, bro. Wear fucking Nike Cortez's. <laughs> Yep, I think me and you both got Kendrick on our list. Definitely. We're going to check that off right there with that song, that intro. That what For me... His whole collection is pretty fire. You know, a lot of his new stuff, like that Butterfly one, and damn, I really don't listen to. I haven't listened to, like, in its entirety. But, uh... Good Kid, Mad City. Classic album. Classic album. I think that's a timeless album. I think that hit generations. That hit, hit generations of people, not just me, not just the young kids, but the, 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 you know, the... The OGs who grew up in the 80s, the 80s, you know what I mean? And probably some dudes in the 70s, if they heard that shit, you know, Kendrick this goes hard. hard. But that's that's the thing about uh, great music. It's timeless. Exactly. It's uh, There's a difference between a good artist and a great artist, you know. You know, we remember the great artists, and they're timeless. They come and they, they stick around for fucking generations. People, our kids are going to know their songs. You know, all these people on the list, I, my kids are going to know about them. Just because oh, yeah. I want them be to be, this, yeah. Yeah, be cultured, bro. I'm going to show my son Nip. What do you mean? Nip. Just like staples, bro. Like like that City Staple logo t-shirt that we just dropped. Uh, you can find that at fullcircleco.shop. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your time every week. And the way we're going to keep that going is, you know, by support and we appreciate that so tap in with us good job good job content no but uh kendrick lamar definitely on our list next up here i think we both got too short on here is that what we're here listening yep. to a little bit of the too short or uh, these are like separate lists it's just 
you know, for putting them together. Absolutely. Just appreciate the music. He has that like funky sound, that fucking Oakland influence. That's where, you know, funk kind of originated out of is that kind of Bay Area, you know. You can hear that funkiness in the bass and shit. Eight whoopers in the trunk beating down the block. Like that's what. And then uh, we actually watched a documentary on Too Short. He had a couple episodes on that one uh, show. But, um, you know, that's where they gained their influence from. A lot of their influence was from that funk. And he was actually one of the first rappers in Oakland. Him and another cat. And, you know, it was history ever since. But what they did was they sell their tapes to the dope, the dope dudes, the dope man. And they'd make songs about the dope man. The dude with all the chains. The dude pimping. They, he'd rap about the culture and what he saw. And what he would do is like, he would put the big timer, the homie's name in the song. You know, the dope dealer's name in the song. And like... Shutting him out. Sh- literally, he'd make their own fucking songs for each person. They'd charge a fee. And that's how he first started. Crazy. That's uh, smart marketing. No, for real. Just talk the about time. the people that you see. And then sell it to them because they can afford to buy the CDs and the tapes, you know, and they can bump it out of their fucking whole system. Shout out Too Short. Classic right there. Ooh. Ooh. Classic. And you know we're going to keep it all the way funky. DJ Quicks, always going to be on my all-time list for West Coast. He, uh... He slept on... He's so slept on as a producer, as a songwriter, as a rapper, as an R&B artist. He's just one of the great, the greats to do it. I grew up on, I grew up on DJ Quick thanks to my dad and my uncle. Um, they they put me on a DJ Quick. Just it, it, it was just what you heard in the town as well. Um, we were just raised on fucking game. You hear that funky shit? It's a funky beat, bro. Makes you just want to roll down the window to your 64 Chevy Impala Locked up in the back Driving down El Camino, bro, with the wind in your hair, just chilling You know, it's that that good shit It's that DJ Quick, thank you, sir Thank you, Quick (laughs) Thank you, sir So we got Kendrick, we got Too Short, we got DJ Quick And you know what, yeah, me and PZ started going through this And we did have a list you know, kind of each other, of, of our own, but it kind of morphed into one list because I feel like you're right. It's just respect for the West Coast and the East Coast. And yeah, which is uh, appreciating the music, appreciating the music, appreciating the culture on both sides. Fortunately, we understand one more than the other. If y'all don't know who this is, this is N.W.A., the dope man. This is big in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, early 80s. Late 80s? Yeah, late 80s, my bad. We'll go, 
out of my time, wasn't in my time, wasn't in my generation at all. This was more like my uncle's generation. But NWA hit the fucking scene, fist pumping, bro. They said what they wanted to whoever the fuck they wanted. They got a song called Fuck the Police. And I ain't saying that I could condone Fuck the Police, but they said some radical shit, dude, for being black men in America at that time to say fuck the system, essentially. Imagine the fucking levels they had to fucking have. Big old balls. Fuck yeah. And, uh, um, NWA is like the super team in the West Coast. Yeah, they had Dr. Dre. The Dream Team. Ice Cube, Easy E, Yella. Uh, who else? One more. I forget. Is that it? Hey, one more. Hey, one, one more. more. No, but if Easy E. MC Ran. Yeah, MC Ran. There you go. If um, if the Easy DOC, e- the DOC was hard. If the dude that lost his vocals. Nine inches of limp dick. Damn, that's some tragic shit. Um, they were saying whatever the fuck they wanted. No, to yeah, they were fucking breaking through these kind of breaking these barriers, cultural norms, bro. That's and what they, they were doing. They were setting the way for everybody now. Like people think that oh they can say whatever they want in these raps like you know future amigos all these people like and drake they do say some like outlandish shit and so do these female rappers but the first people to start doing that was like people like nwa um ice t they were getting shit for it yeah they were getting fucking shows canceled thrown in jail just for their spoken word and again we live in america where we got the right of the first amendment you know and we're still getting thrown in jail for just being able to speak our minds. Still wild. Wild shit. Wild shit, man. But hey, man, it's the West Coast. Let's take them back. Let's take them back, gang. This West Coast, East Coast love, though. My mommy kissing the girl. Confusion occurs coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to send check, check out my melody. I want to live good. I sell dope for four finger rings. One of them gold ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope. Tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas that stole my bike. Different days, same shit, ain't nothing good. In the hood, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Hated the love of the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Hated the love of the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. On the grill of my lowrider, guns on both sides, right above the gold wires, iPhone 5 them, kill a nigga on my soul, don't really do it, that's the truth, iPhone 5 them, what, nothing, iPhone 5, dude, iPhone 5 them, that's fucking, this shit takes me back, 50 and the game, bro, but shout out the game for holding down the west coast for a while, by himself, by himself, bro, you actually pointed out to me that he's a fucking lyricist, you guys fucking bars, bro. Be, the game guys fucking bars. If you guys, you guys need to tap into the game and listen to his collection, cause he got he, he slept on. I think, I think he slept on. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's is, big and big in certain communities, but I think he's slept on, and I don't think he has the credit he deserves for holding on the West Coast for as long as he has. And he still relevant today, making some of his best music today. The thing is that like, he could go bar for bar with anybody. I think I believe. It's his confidence, bro. 
You see these uh, freestyles that he does too on the YouTube, bro? He fucking. He just goes in and just Yeah, he's, it's crazy. You need to watch him. I'll check him out. He'll be like, damn. And he'll be going in for like straight 10 minutes. Damn. That's a real bar for bar rapper. Like when you could just go in like that, man. But, uh, you know, the game held it down for a while through generations. And that was in L.A. Is there anything else in the West Coast that like held it? Held it down in different areas, maybe like in the Bay Area. In the Bay like, area. So it was like too short. It was out of the Bay. Uh, DJ too Quick short. was out of LA. Kendrick is out of LA. I think I got Snoop Dogg on my list as well. Me too. That's a whole Snoop. fucking array of music, though. I also got Mac Dre on my list. Oh, yeah. I feel like Mac He's Dre. A, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mac Dre. Staple in the Bay. No, yeah, he's definitely a staple in the Bay Area. You know, actually, Drake, shout out to in the, the song, The Motto. He kind of paid some homage to the late Mac Dre and the whole hyphy movement. Start off with Doobie. This is hella funny. <laughs> the whole song comes in and it's Doobie, aka the Sugar Wolf Pimp. He's out of the Bay Area too. But uh Mac Dre's coming in on the second verse. But that's the that's the funny part about music, like back then. Yeah, it, like, it never says anything, they just put you on the track. Yeah, it's like what you don't know when you're gonna be on the feature. You know, or if you are the feature, what verse you're gonna have. It's pretty wild the way they did it too. They like there's a song Doobie came in pretty tough Yeah, yeah. And like Like in Doobie's album There's a song where it's just Mac Dre How oh, you not gonna just play the Thizzle Dance guy? Cause I'm gonna get up and start jumping You're not gonna get up and start jumping But I swear to god You can play this Up and down the fucking west coast And once you just hear the intro to this shit <laughs> Once you hear Mac Dre kind of giving this intro, I don't care where the fuck you are, how sophisticated you think you are, how old and fucking snooty you think you are now. If you've ever done the fucking Thizzle dance in your life, since you, whenever you were a kid or whenever you were in high school, whenever the fuck, I guarantee you, you will break those fucking whole song down you will fucking dance the whole verse i guarantee you as i glide yeah if you're from the west coast man you know what it is even if you're in the la area this dance bro mac dre wherever you're at get hypey shake them dreads show me your this face That's put a I'm look on at. your face like you smelled some piss 
The whole fucking movement, bro. That's a movement right there. The hyphy movement. Literally, the hyphy movement. The Bay Area during the 2000s. That's just a, a era you were either part of or you weren't. Yeah, and I'm know? lucky to get on the coattails of it kind of really late, like 2008, where it started morphing, like where the people who like were coming up right after Dre. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when they started hitting. You had like like the pack. You had uh, Johnny Cash, but he got killed too. Jay Diggs, Doobie. Jay Stalin. Jay Stalin. Burner. Burner. Fuck Yuck Mouth. And then there's everyone that came after them as well. Like Larry June. Larry June. The whole SOB early in their stages. Oh, yeah. That did have that West Coast Bay Area sound. You know? That shit was tight, too. I'm already gonna lie. Fucking shit out of SOB. Even uh, at s- some point, HBK Gang was popping. Oh, yeah. I Am Sue was going tough for a long time, I Am dude. Sue. That was our party uh, music. Cool John, like all of those guys. Pilo, you know. Pilo's still fucking doing his thing. He's just ranting more about the Niners than anything, though. He's just more hard, diehard than anything. Bro, they're not letting him. don't even rap no more. They're not letting him in the game. Who? Pilo. Why not? I guess, like, the fans, they did a... Not the fans, but the Rams, the organization did a yeah. thing where they can't sell their they can't sell tickets to anyone outside of the LA County. Is that still true? That's uh, for they real they canceled that shit right away. Oh, did they? So they can then. Yeah, they could now because fucking the NFL. What the Wait. fuck? You can't. It's kind of like like limiting. Yeah. And why would you limit to the people in LA? They probably won't Cause, even cause the they won't even sell out. What if nobody even wants to go see that shit? Nah, everyone's going to be there, bro. You think so? I wouldn't want to go. So, put it this way. There's there's a bunch of fucking Niner fans that took over that stadium the last two two or a couple times they played. Uh-huh. So, it, they pretty much don't want a lot of Niner fans in the stadium. Because it's like a home game for them. Yeah, no. As it sh- I mean, it, it's going to be that regardless. Yeah. I think so. I think... Well, now that they... I like, think there's more Niner fans in the state of fucking California than there are... LA Rams fans. Yep. Like, if you're an LA Rams fan, I don't like why. Like, are you a Rams fan or are you just from LA? I don't know. Or were you a St. Louis Rams fan? And you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. But were there really that many St. Louis Rams fans in LA? Did they find the biggest? Like, did they track who was watching fucking Rams games? I mean, there probably wasn't much. So like like just on the ratio on on the scale, there's gonna be way more Niner fans there. They can yeah. they can have home field advantage, home field advantage too. Because I mean, think about it. If this if this fan is paying money to travel to L.A. or to wherever in California, right? They're gonna go and they're 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 fucking fans. So they're gonna make it hard on that on the they're home quarterback. And I and I'm saying that with quotes because. They're going to put pressure on Matthew Stafford. You know, shout out Matthew Stafford getting it fucking done, bro. Yeah, man. Ninth, ninth year in the fucking league, and now you're doing your fucking thing, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. That's what happens when you leave the Lions. <laughs> Good things? Yeah. Literally. You know, Barry Sanders, I don't think he had a great run either, but Barry Sanders was one of the all-time greatest running backs to live. Barry Sanders had the fucking moves, bro. He would stop dead in his tracks <laughs> and fucking get upfield like in record time. He's the like the originator of the whole fucking juking and finessing yeah. people. 
Yep, it looked it looked a little clunkier back in the days. Now it looks so smooth, huh? Uh, now it looks sexy. Yeah, now it's like, oh my gosh, because they're learning how to use their body and the head, the head like swivel, a, just like a science. It's all a science, dude. Some some wide receivers have like a three step fucking fake before they actually hit the route. Shit's wild. Oh, like a delay. Yeah, like the default works. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Or the route running is just even crazier. Like, there's no way. This is respectful. There's no way Jerry Rice could fucking do like the routes. Someone like Devontae Adams is doing now, or, or like Hunter Renfro, or like. Or what's that dude? It's Chase. Chase Young. Chase Young, bro. He's fucking. Like it's just nasty, so different. Bro. It's or, a whole different or, game. Did you say Renfro? Yeah. Yeah, Renfro. Like, fuck, bro. And not just because I'm a Raider fan. Whatever team he would have been on, he's like, uh, Wes Welker. 5.0 you know what i mean like he's mr third down yeah yeah he's mr third down like straight up and that's a compliment but uh do you have a song to take us out of here peasy we gotta wrap this bitch up yep we're gonna wrap it up he's like he, he's getting all scared over here he's gonna like fuck i gotta wrap it up bro Nah, we appreciate everybody for being here with us appreciate for taking your time out of your day to come and fucking Listen to our fucking voices and just hear what we got to say. Make sure you check out the playlists. Uh, you'll be able to find that on our Instagrams. Also, fullcircleco.shop is where you can find our merch. We just released our city staple logo. I hope you guys enjoy that. I uh, hope you guys support. If you don't, I completely understand. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be t- taking off and setting sail into the sunset. Me and Peasy here. We're actually going to take ourselves to fucking bed. At least. Uh, are you going to drive or are you going to stay? In the uh, I don't know. What time is it? It's time for the late night show. Time for the late night show. It's almost like 1 o'clock in the morning. It's time for the late night show. Time but you know what? Show. We fucking put in work. We work our 9 to 5s. We constantly work out. But we still try to bring you guys the laughs. And perfect this craft. Oh. Yep. Who is this right here? I think this is a Drebo. The Larry homie Drebo and Larry June. Organic pimping. Is Drebo gonna be on the podcast? What? I don't know. I guess we'll just have to tap in. Even on my bad days, bitch, my life is a movie. Clean the rims on the coupe, going eat with my jeweler. Took the bitch for Italian, then caught her Uber. I can tell she ain't never met a nigga that's cool. My pinky ring got the dancing when I reached in the cooler. I don't really fuck with niggas, I be biking and shit. Knock a little model bitch and take a hiking and shit. If she posts a sexy picture, I might like it and shit. When it comes to these bitches, man, I got too many. I ain't even trying to fuck with you, can come through and chill. Yeah, you got a little ass, but baby, is that real? Is it tricking if I go and take you out for a meal? A little $65 ain't shit to a pimple. You got three ball on the vocals, on the hook. We don't play by that bread. Fuck what they said. I got a lot like some dreads in my head. Quit all that talking, bitch, open them legs. I 
murder I'm up. You can get out my bed, you can get out my bed. After I fuck, you can get out the bed. Out the I bed. don't know if you the feds, Angela Valdez. See, I understand that you got the power of pussy. And as a man, gotta watch how I value the pussy. Dope boy hit TF and said he got me a play. Say no more, easy call, homie sending my way. So I laid the hook, then the homie sent it to June. Now niggas got the fresh weed dripping the room. Shoot, y'all gotta stay tuned for that Dreebo episode. Put it into existence. Thank you for joining us here at FC Radio. I am Jay the Pound signing off. Spread the peace and the love. Thank, thank, thank.